Tap Online community. Welcome to another episode of the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance Podcast, brought to you by your source for tap dance education, and that is itaponline.com. My name is Hilary Marie. I am your host, and I am here always to support you with quick and easy access to new knowledge and fresh inspiration. And today, you guys, is a pretty heavy topic, which I guess is not surprising considering you know, the situation that we're all going through right now with the coronavirus and the quarantine and the isolation and the economy and all the things. And yeah, so I was hosting an iTop Online family live chat the other day. And, you know, iTop Online family members, they have full access to the iTap Online video library, which has over 100 tap dance tutorials, but they also have direct access to me in a greater capacity than those of you who are in the iTap Online community. iTap Online family members, they can email me, reach out to me directly, and we also do twice a month live calls for a little over an hour at a time, and we come together and we talk, I answer any questions that they have, whatever comes to their mind. And I was really taken aback by a question that I just wasn't quite expecting. I should have expected it, I guess, but I just didn't think that we were there yet. And, you know, one of the teachers said, I'm looking for some advice because my studio is asking me to teach for free. What should I do? And, um, yeah, I was really just taken aback in the moment, you know, my heart bleeds knowing that there are studios and owners out there, you know, in this situation. And, um, I guess I'm not surprised because I figured it would happen, but I hadn't heard about it happening until that moment. You know, everybody's on Facebook, everybody's in the groups and, and it's just, nobody's talking about this yet. So I thought that we hadn't gotten there yet. And, So I asked everybody in the group to share only if they were comfortable, if their studio owners have also asked them to do this as well. And I was also very surprised because a lot of people said yes. And a lot of people said multiple of their studios, you know, maybe they teach at three, four studios and over half of them had asked them to start working for free. And so, you know, we, we kind of just had this moment where I said to them, okay, let's talk about this. You know, I want you to find comfort in knowing that clearly you are not the only one who's being asked to do this for free because it can make you question yourself. It can make you feel devalued because you might be thinking to yourself, well, if I'm not getting paid, who is getting paid? Are they saving it for the more popular hip hop teacher or, you know, what's going on? Are they saving it for the teachers that have been teaching there longer? Um, you know, why me? Why am I the one that's getting cut off? So you know, I encourage anybody in this situation right now to find comfort in knowing that they are not the only person and that this request for you to possibly be teaching for free is not related to your value. Okay. It has nothing to do with your value. It has nothing to do with who you are as a teacher. It just has to do with the business situation that your studio or your owner is in. So I'm going to start first and foremost by saying it is not appropriate for an employer to ask their employees to work for free. And I think that's why I was so taken aback at first was because I would never ask my team to work for free. 
You know, I've got my teachers right now. They're working on pre-recorded videos. They're running some live content as well. I've also got them starting to do some administrative work that, you know, they weren't doing any of that stuff before, but we're doing everything we can to make sure that they're still getting paid and that they're still being taken care of because, you know, that's the only way this economy works. If, if they're not getting paid, then they can't contribute to society by buying goods and services of their own, right? And I'm thankful that we're in that position. Okay, I'm thankful that we're in that position to be able to do that. And again, my heart is bleeding that there's a studio out there that maybe hasn't collected March tuition, right? Today is the end of March, and um, at the time of recording this podcast, it's the end of March, and there are studios out there that haven't even collected March tuition, and therefore they cannot pay their teachers. There are studios out there that are operating beyond their financial abilities. You know, for example, there are a lot of dance studios that just took their entire schedule and put it on Zoom. So every class stayed the same. It was still 60 minutes, 90 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever it was. You know, if they ran multiple rooms at the same time at their studio, they were running multiple Zoom rooms. And I just sat back and I said, oh my goodness, you know, this isn't sustainable. People can't do this. You cannot continue to expend the same amount of money and not bring in the same amount of money because no matter what, everybody's going to lose students right now. It's just the name of the game and it is what it is. So you know, there's, there are a lot of studios out there that have spent the last two or three weeks operating beyond their financial abilities. And because of that, there will be repercussions down the line, right? So with all of this said, there are studios out there who will close their doors um, or who have closed their doors because the school systems have already shut down. It depends on where you are in the country, where you are in the world. And it's possible that they may not reopen Literally, they may not reopen. Their business may fold. And it breaks my heart that this is the unfortunate reality that we are all facing. And so here you are, you as a dance teacher, and you are in this dilemma where you want to help the kids. Of course you want to help them. And of course you want to be there for them because you are an educator and you dedicate your heart and soul to supporting your students and being there for them. And so, you know, the ultimate question that was asked of me was, all right, Hillary, what do I do? And, um, my response is that this is up to you. If you say yes, you have to decide for yourself if you are okay with potentially receiving zero dollars, even if they tell you that they will pay you later, you can't necessarily trust it. Okay. You've got somebody who's looking at you and saying, I cannot pay you now, um, or, you know, I won't be able to pay you later. I won't be able to pay you at all, or I can't pay you now, but maybe I'll pay you later. You can't trust it, right? So I'm going to talk about, you know, if you decide to say yes, things that you should take into consideration. But the other thing I want to say is that you do not have to say yes out of feeling guilty, Okay, you are not a bad teacher or a bad person by saying no. All right. But if you choose to say yes, because your heart says that this is the right thing to do. Again, you cannot count on the studio still being there in the fall. You can't tell yourself, I'll say yes and do it for now. So I still have a job in the fall. Who knows? That studio might not be around then. And if they're at the point of asking people to work for free right now, who knows where they're going to be in the coming months. Okay. And if you choose to say yes, it's going to be all about personal boundaries. You have to decide for yourself and whatever decision you make, you have to be okay with it. 
Again, if your studio owner straight up came to you and said, I not, I may not be able to pay you. Don't be shocked when you say yes and you teach for free and then you don't get paid anything to do it. Okay. So if you feel that this is the right thing to do, then go for it. If you feel in your heart and soul that, that you need to do this for yourself, for your students, for your commute, whatever it is, whatever is fueling your decisions, then go for it. Okay. And again, we'll talk about what to do when you say yes. But if you feel in your heart and soul that you don't want to do it because you don't have the headspace and heart space to do it, it's okay to say no. And you don't have to feel guilty about it. Do you guys know how many teachers have said to me, what if I don't want to do this? I've got text messages, Facebook messages, emails, comments on the website, like all these different places. And and they're saying, what if I don't want to do this? I'm exhausted. This use of technology exhausts me. The stress is making me sick and I can't handle it. I would just rather stay home and do nothing and go on unemployment than put myself through the stress of this. And that is real. And there are people who are in that boat, right? So in the end, it is up to you and you have to decide what is best for you and then set the rules for yourself. So if you decide to say, yes, I will teach for free, then the questions I encourage you to ask yourself are, how long are you going to do it for? And what happens the day that you decide to cut it off, right? What's going to be the last straw, the last moment? Is it going to be, I'm only going to do this until the end of this month, or I'm only going to do this for X number of weeks, or I'm only going to do this up until, you know, this gets communicated to me, whatever it is. Is it until they collect tuition, at which point you ask for a partial payment, whatever it is you decide for yourself because You don't want to be pissed at yourself come May 1st and say to yourself, I did all of this, all of this. And for what? I haven't spent time with my family. I'm not eating right. I've got no time to cook. I'm out of shape. I'm tired. I haven't spent time with my family and all for what? To teach dance classes that not many people showed up to because it was poorly communicated. And then I'm not getting paid. It's real, you guys. And it's okay to put yourself first. I'll be the one to tell you that, okay? I'm going to be the one to tell you it's okay to put, to put yourself first. You are your first priority at this point. I'm also going to say that it's okay to give back to your dance community. I'm all about that. Personally, I've been doing everything that I can to support studios and teachers around the world and continue to do what I have to do. It's been hard. It's been hard to balance both. Um, And the way that I've been able to get through it is by setting boundaries for myself. You know, for example, every time I get a message or a text or I get tagged in a comment or whatever it is, I respond to people and I say that they need to post in the ITAP online community because then I'm dealing with one platform. I'm consolidating. And as repeat questions come up, I can tell people this information is here in the group. You have to do some scrolling, whatever it is. Those were the rules for myself. I told myself that I cannot answer every Facebook message, every comment I'm tagged on, every phone call, every text. But what I can do is I can consolidate it. And when I have time, I can jump in and I can provide people with the resources that I think that they need one time and one time only, and then work from there. So 
that was a boundary that I set up for myself that is all about helping other people. I know that I have to help other people right now because I have the skill set and I have the knowledge and the platform to do so. And therefore, I feel that it's my responsibility to the tap dance community to help out. But I cannot spend my time helping everyone at the detriment to my studio, my team of teachers, my health, my family. So all that to say, you guys can find balance. It's not always easy to do, but you can do it and you don't have to feel bad about it. All right. You don't have to feel bad about it. You do not have to feel guilty. It's hard because as arts educators, we have been taught that we don't need to make money because we do what we love, right? We've been taught that we don't need to make money because we do what we love and we know that the world needs art. There's no question about that. The world absolutely needs art and especially right now of all times. Art and education is where it's at right now. It's what people need. But that art and that education does not need to come at the sacrifice of your own well-being, all right? So these are the things that I want you to take into consideration. Make the decision that is best for you and whatever decision you make, just be comfortable with it and own it. There's nothing wrong with jumping in and helping your community right now. Not at all. But there's also nothing wrong with setting your boundaries and there's also nothing wrong with saying no, okay? So if you guys have any questions, you can always catch me in the ITAP Online Community Facebook group. All right. You can get there by going to itaponlinecommunity.com or you can open up the Facebook app and just type in ITAP Online Community. Request to join us there. There's so many different resources there, especially right now in this world of online learning as people are navigating the sound issues and Zoom and things like that. There's so many resources there in the group that you can dive into. So join us there. If you need help, if you need guidance, if you need support, I got you in the ITAP Online community and the other ITAP Online community members and ITAP Online family members will help you out as well, okay? This is a time for us to come together and uplift each other and it's been an honor to kind of sit back and watch it happening, you know? It's really been beautiful really beautiful, you guys. All right. So I wish you all the best. I hope you're safe. I hope you are healthy. I hope you're at home. All right. I really, really hope you're at home, you guys. And, uh, we'll be sharing shuffles together soon. Yeah. Remember this is temporary and we will make it to the other side. All right. Wishing you guys all the best. <laughs>